Welcome to Kanza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and initiatives of the Kaan Nation, people of the South Wind, on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. Now from the Kaan Nation studios, this week's edition of Kanza Radio. Sitting down with us today, we have Monique Hudson. She's the domestic violence advocate specialist, one of many over at the Kaan Nation Family Trauma Healing Center. Thank you for sitting down with us today, Monique. Thank you for inviting me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What led you to become the domestic violence advocate specialist with the Connation Family Trauma Healing Center? I think that this work kind of chose me. I say that because I didn't seek it out. I was sought out by the Ponca Tribe Domestic Violence Director, Jeanette Reyna. Okay. In 2013. Oh, wow. So you've been doing this for a while. That's going on 10 years almost. Jeanette was the director, and uh, she asked me to be the receptionist. So um, I I always say that, you know, this job kind of chose me, and that's, you know, why I've stuck around and continued to help other women. I imagine that's the case with a lot of people that work in this field and help the community in this way they they've uh, experienced on a personal level whether it's friends family other co-workers that they've seen go through it or they possibly went through it themselves and they want to make a change from that perspective which is really good because that means a lot of these people out there that are helping are doing it from a place of passion One of the programs that recently caught my attention, it involves a collaborative effort with OSU. It's called Pathways to Success. It involves a range of ongoing classes designed to equip families and parents with skill sets involving everyday life challenges. Some of the courses include credit building, finance and budgeting, all the way to meal preparation, even job readiness. Have you dealt with that? Are you very hands-on with that program? So... Our, um, one of our interns, Kayla Woods, she actually is the one that has been very active in heading that up for our office. She's been working with the OSU Extension Office, and they provide the space for us to have that class. Been doing it every other Wednesday of the month. And yes, it's been very successful. It's been very helpful to our clients. We offer it. It's, it's actually open to the public. You don't even... If you want more information on it, you can just call our office. Ask for uh, Kayla Woods? Yep. Okay. Yeah, there, we actually covered that in our most recent newsletter. Uh, we did an article on that. So if you want to find out more information, our newsletters are also available on our website. Just go to connation.gov slash news, and you'll see our newsletters there. Um, our most recent October edition has an article on the Pathways to Success Another event that your department recently held is actually, it seems like it's rather popular with the local community. It's called the Six Nations Domestic Violence Awareness Walk. Is this an annual event that you guys do? Yes, it is. It's an annual event that they started doing around, I believe it was 2012. um, And that was just a collaborative effort amongst tribal advocates in our area that came about because they just thought like we were not working together enough. 
And so they're just reaching across the aisle. And so we have in our area, we have many small tribes. Mm -hmm. And so they decided to get together to do this annual event um, just to raise awareness in our area for domestic violence. And that's the Ponca, Tonkwa, Oto, Kaw, Pawnee, and Osage. And then recently they've just added the Iowa and Delaware tribes. They call it the Six Nations and Relatives. Sounds like it's been around for a long time, about 10 years, and it's continuing to grow and create additional awareness amongst the community. It's always nice to see different examples of tribes coming together and working for a greater cause like that. Your offices recently held uh, an interactive meet and greet called Victim Advocates of Tomorrow. This event is basically an invitation for local students to come learn more about the amazing work that you guys do at the Family Trauma Healing Center. It also goes over potential career opportunities for those students that want to be involved in victim advocacy and help their local communities. How did this first meet and greet go? So it it went pretty well. We had some people that were interested in the job and also some people that came from child support and other tribes that were interested and it was just to kind of find out what it is that we do and the services that we provide and then one question that everyone always has is what is a domestic violence advocate and so i thought like that was a good opportunity to bring people in to tell them what it is that we do and domestic violence advocates we provide support for victims It's really for victims of crime because we really serve all victims of crime, which I think a lot of people don't know. But the majority of the victims that we serve are domestic violence victims. And our job duties include doing a needs assessment, providing protection orders, go to court with them. We offer free legal services for anyone going through civil matters like divorce and child custody. You know, there's just, there's a a wide range of things that we do that I think people just don't realize. And there's just so much that you have to know as an advocate and even as far as like jurisdiction goes in our area. It's just being familiar with all of those things. And so we hire interns in that for our intern program, it's to just kind of get them trained to do what we do. And it's an awesome opportunity because when I got into this field, there really wasn't, there's not like a book that you go by Mm -hmm. and you never know everyone's situation is different. And so the, the internship actually provides that path into getting well-trained into doing this job. So it's a really awesome opportunity that we have. And we actually have two intern positions available and it would be about 20 hours a week Mm -hmm. and we work it's flexible because we'll work around their school schedule and it's a paid internship and so if anybody's interested I hope they call our office you can reach us at 580-362-1098 we have two positions open for the intern we have one position open for a legal advocate And we have a position open for a shelter advocate and then another part-time advocate. Okay, so there's a lot of opportunities available at the Con Nation Family Trauma Healing Center. You're doing a great service to the the community should you decide to, to be part of this department. Very fulfilling work, and I'm sure you have a lot of thankful people 
throughout the tribal community. Because like you said, a lot of people don't know where to start. There's a very intricate process depending on where you are or what type of victim you are. You mentioned the phone number to call um, if you're interested. You guys have a different line, right? Is there There's an emergency line for, for victims as well? Yes, we have a 24-hour crisis line. And so that way, because, you know, these situations don't just happen Monday through Friday from 8 to 4. So we offer um, a 24-hour line, and that number is 580-716-8156. Is there anything else that you'd like to, to talk about? I know we talked a little bit about your past, a lot of the things that your department is currently doing. What about the future? Are there, are there some things that you guys are looking to implement in the future that you'd like to let the tribal community know about? So we do a lot of events throughout the year mm-hmm. to provide education to the community about survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault, stalking. I mean, we do different things throughout the year. We also do things that provide training for local law enforcement. I remember and there was the uh, the strangulation awareness um, seminar. It was a, it took took place over the course of a weekend. I actually attended that and. I learned all sorts of really, really interesting and profound things such as statistics. And you guys also do some events for uh, like high school students, right? That involve different types of awareness. Yes. So February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So we always do a pretty big event that draws in a lot of people. um, And every year it's something different. And then recently in October for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the Ponca City and Blackwell High Schools asked us to come in and speak with boys high school football teams and then just to kind of share with them about what domestic violence is, what we do, and we talked about, you know, healthy relationships because that starts very early in life. And so we just kind of talked to them about what those things look like and we let them ask questions and it was pretty good. It was good. We covered a lot here. I thank you so much again for coming in today, Monique, and and telling us about what you do. I actually look forward to bringing you in more often, talking about more of these events and and more developments that your department has in the future. I appreciate you, Lonnie. Thank you. I look forward to coming back. This is Kanza Radio, a service of the Kaw Nation of Oklahoma. Are you looking for a fun way to be active and live a healthy lifestyle? Konza Wellness Center in Newkirk is your destination for state-of-the-art cardio machines, a full weight room, and group fitness classes for all ages and fitness levels. Also, get a game of pickleball started next door at the Macaulay Gymnasium. Want to rent our facilities for a private party with bounce house included? No problem. Call 580-362-1444 to find out more. For health, fitness, and fun, come see us at the Konza Wellness Center at 3201 East River Road in Newkirk, Oklahoma. Next to the Konza Clinic, where the pharmacy is now open through lunch. Okay, today we have Chief of Police for Con Nation, um, Jim Sharon. Thanks for coming in today, Jim. You're welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you have some extensive experience as a police officer uh, with Newkirk as well as Ponca City, correct? That's correct. How many years were you were you with Ponca City? Uh, I spent 25 years there. Very extensive experience. Now, when it comes to Con Nation Police Department... What kind of training do our officers have here? They have some special certifications, right? That's correct. One of the things that they have to get trained in is uh, criminal jurisdiction in Indian country. So you can you can come to work for the Kaw Nation with a state certification, but you have to pass 
the criminal jurisdiction in Indian country to work for Conation, okay. which is a federal certification. Um, speaking of that, there have been some recent judgments involving the the McGirt versus Oklahoma case. How does this affect our jurisdiction and how can people know who to call or what is the correct procedure when needing assistance from law enforcement in this area? So far, the McGirt decision hasn't affected Conation. The McGirt decision dealt with the jurisdiction of the Muscogee Creek. As of right now, there hasn't been any Supreme Court decisions on any other Indian country lands. So that's not necessarily affecting any, any Kaw Nation tribal members directly. That's correct. Um, we have deer season upon us. When it comes to Kaw Nation tribal members, do they need a license to hunt on Kaw land? How does that work exactly? They need a state license, but they also need a deer tag from Kaw Nation. And we're the ones you contact about that. I believe we're implementing some new technologies regarding radio transmission as well as different surveillance? Yes, due to uh, the uh, ARPA projects, we have uh, been able to purchase some new surveillance equipment for all of our buildings here in Cost City. I think that's going to be spread throughout Newkirk and any Call Nation property that, that we do have. Brayman as well, correct? Brayman, yeah. Well, okay. but actually, Brayman already has it. Oh, they do? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Brayman already has it. This equipment is going to give us eyes when we're not there. Yeah, it helps take our police force, whether we are limited or not, it helps us be in more places than, than we actually physically can be. Uh, it's really cutting-edge technology that's coming here, and it will definitely help us with keeping security on our, our buildings and, yes. and, and our offices, for sure. That's great. Con Nation, they also have a, you guys, your police department has a 24-hour line, correct? That's correct. So when should our tribal members know to use this line as opposed to just dialing 911 directly? Well, anytime that the Con Nation offices aren't occupied or being manned throughout the you know Monday through Friday work week, they're free to give us a call, and if we can help them, we'll definitely help them. Okay. That's at 580-767-9424 number. Okay. And somebody always has that all the time. So that's always 24 hours. That's always an active line. And that's correct. We'll do what we can to help. Right. Is there any, any additional things that you'd like to talk about or discuss to our tribal members regarding the police department, any updates or pieces of information? And I just like to tell them that, you know, any, any time that they have a problem, that's why we're here. Give us a call. I've always been a big advocate of community policing. When I was a detective, I spent 17 years as a detective for Ponca City. And one of the things that I, that I had was I had Numerous people that call me and give me information, mm-hmm. and and without without the citizens' help, and I, I put this in my biography, uh, without the citizens' help, we're we're kind of uh, at a disadvantage as a law enforcement agency. So, anytime they need anything from us, we're more than happy to help them. Right on. Well, thank you. That's that's all I have for you today, Jim. Appreciate you coming on, and we look forward to speaking speaking with you in further episodes in the future. Okay, thank you very much. You're listening to Kanza Radio on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. For more information, visit connation.com. Okay, we are currently sitting down with Joe Thompson. He is the director for Con Nation Human Resources. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today, Joe. No problem. We want to get the word out there about the Con Nation and a variety of other things. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell us a little more about yourself. Uh, what led you to become the director of HR for Con Nation? Well, I used to work for the Con Nation back in the mid-90s or late-90s. I worked there for five or six years as the Tribal Youth Program Director. In that time, I was working on my college degree through Southwestern. Uh, from I got my bachelor's. I went to work for the state of Oklahoma. I was there for about 17 years. I took early retirement from the state of Oklahoma, Oklahoma Employment Security Commission, or the unemployment office, and that the job opening for HR 
was available with the carnation, and I was kind of looking around. Uh, at the time, my daughter happened to be the carnation tribal princess, you know, so I still knew a lot of the people that worked here. Mm-hmm. I applied, and it kind of worked out, and I've been here for the last two years. So in terms of job openings and career opportunities with carnation, what does that landscape look like right now? What kind of opportunities are available? Well, kind of right now in the post-COVID area or the transition time, we're getting more applications there for a while. We were, our applications were probably one or two a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting five or six a week, different applicants for different positions. Currently, we have the most recent is a community outreach uh, worker, and that's in our uh, Kansas Human Development Center. That's in Ponca City. We're also needing daycare teachers. That's up in Newkirk. Uh, we're also needing a clinic receptionist. That's in Newkirk. Uh, we have a job in Raymond with our casinos. We have several jobs over there, okay. a variety of different positions. So in all, we have a lot of jobs in a variety of communities in the surrounding area. I know gasoline's high, but it's on the come down right now. But we have several positions from white collar, uh, the community outreach person that's considered a white collar job to some blue collar maintenance kind of positions available. And, uh, in different communities, whichever community that's closer to you or you feel more comfortable with or carpool or however, because we have currently with the Call Nation government side, we have 153 employees. And I believe over at the casino, they have somewhere getting close to 300. Oh, wow. So we're we're a pretty big employer in the county okay. right now. And uh, just in Cost City alone, we probably have 40 or 50 and then in Newkirk, about the same. And in Ponca, probably about the same as well. So all those are in our jurisdiction. And we're also expanding our footprint. They recently bought, with SMARPA funds, an office in Ponca City. So eventually, they'll have a lot of our community service jobs in Ponca City as well. You know, so you won't have to drive clear to Cost City to get a tag or something to that effect. I think those are all in the works. But I do know that's in the near future. So we'll have a bigger presence in Ponca City in the K County area and more job opportunities as well. Options, a beautiful thing. Yeah, it sounds like we have a nice variety of openings available also across a nice variety of areas. Yes, we have a very diverse uh, workforce. We have, like I said, everything from maintenance. We had several new positions created through land management where they do, they take care of the land, they mow, they build fence, they get it ready to be productive. They're cleared acres of land, cleared the timber. They're trying to make it a usable income source for the carnation. I do know they're going to build an RV park, so that'll create more positions. You know, somebody's going to have to maintenance the RV park and take money and reservations and stuff like that. So our diversity is growing as they develop new products and projects. We have roads in different states. Uh, We work up in Kansas. We have a, I can't even say the name of it up there in Council Grove, Kansas. The Nation have a footprint up there as well. They have a beautiful dance arena and 160 acres, I think, up there. And they're going to add to it, putting some utilities and stuff like that to make it a more viable, usable location. Right now, I know they use it twice a year for a big dance uh, Native American powwow up there in conjunction with the city of Council Grove, called Washunga Days. It's a beautiful thing. I was up there and it's nice. They got a beautiful arbor. It's just kind of 
out in the middle of the plains. The Con Nation is moving. They've used their ARPA funds well. They, Like I said, we developed probably just through the ARPA funds, we've added probably 30 positions, and they're going to be sustainable. You know, Nobody's going to lose their job when the ARPA funds run out in 2026 or 25 or whenever that is. Yes, good job security in that regard. You mentioned um, diversity a couple times. That reminds me of a question I wanted to ask you. Do you have to be part of the Con Nation tribe to um, capitalize on these opportunities? How exactly does that work? Presently, I just did a survey for the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, and majority of our employees are non-native right now. It's right at 52, 53%. So you don't have to be call or even native to work for the Con Nation. We do have Con Nation preference and native preference uh, that comes into play when we have two equal candidates. And then that gives the upper hand to the native or the call tribal member. So outside of that, you don't have to be native. We try to hire the best people for the best jobs. And our previous chair, Lynn Williams, she was that way. You know, we hired who was qualified for that job. And our new chair, Kim Jenkins, is the same way. We've hired three or four or five people since she's been in office. And it's about the best qualified person you know, it's it's a benefit if they happen to be native, and we prefer. We're trying to we promote Ka tribal members for jobs, but we're trying to serve the Ka nation as a whole. You know, mm-hmm. and if we hire a good quality applicant, they're going to be very productive and produce for the Ka nation, and the Ka nation is going to benefit from that. So, we 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 look for quality. That's our number one asset: uh, education, experience, all those things. Right now, the main thing is. When we're looking at applications, the first thing I go to is their last job, how long they were there. You know, that's a crucial thing. We want to hire people for longevity. We have people that work for the Carnation for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one good thing about the Carnation. It is not, the turnover rate is not that great, uh, especially in the, the white-collar jobs. You know, the office jobs, there's pe- been people here for 15, 20 years, that kind of thing. There's nobody we have very little turnover in those positions. Uh, most of our positions, or a lot of our positions are grant funded, and a majority of those grants are renewed every year. We have a great grant and compliance department that do a great job researching grants and getting grants mm-hmm. for the Con Nation, so that, that helps keep the cost funded and provide services to not only the Con Nation, but natives in our area. And we do have certain programs, like our domestic violence program, which is for everybody of K County. It's not even, you know, you don't have to be Native American to request services with our domestic violence program. We also have a domestic violence shelter. And, you know, there's certain aspects out there that, you know, diversity is not key. It's just a service provided to the community. Then we have those services that are only provided to Native Americans. And then we have those services that are specifically for Kaw Nation tribal members. But uh, as a whole, we're diverse across there, and the tribal leadership wants the best quality people to perform the task to provide a greater outreach to the Kaw Nation tribal members. So a lot of it comes down to service to the community. We want the best people doing the best job. I can personally attest that Kaw Nation is an incredible um, organization and tribe to work for. And uh, like you were mentioning, you don't have to be a tribal member only. Um, If you see a career opportunity on our website, by all means apply. Yes, go to connation.com currently. Mm-hmm. We have some other things in development, but go to connation.com, go to departments, click on human resources, 
and uh, that'll open up a link, and you can search. It'll say current job openings. You can click on that, and we have uh, several jobs listed there. And currently, you have to download our application, and it's a PDF file. I think the way it downloads. You fill it out, and you can email it back to svogel, V-O-G-L-E, at connation.com or Thompson at connation.com. Or you can bring it over here in person to Cost City, or you can take it to one of our offices in Ponca City. You can take it to our Kansas Human Development Division at the City Central Building. Just drop it off at the receptionist. You could take it to the Wellness Center up in Newkirk. Uh, the clinic, we've had several job applications dropped off at the clinic, and they'll get them all to us in our website, our newsletter, mm-hmm. you know, that's quarterly. How many newsletters did you print last we're rolling out our third one since I've been here. That's uh, that's actually coming right out. And another thing that um, I've been involved with, fortunate enough to be involved with, is uh, what we're doing right now. We're actually, our, our cons are radio. So this is exciting as well. It's a shout out to Lyman James for giving us this opportunity. You know, and it was provided by ARPA funds. You know, we purchased uh, that with ARPA funds and some ads for jobs and other projects that we have going on. And Lyman was able to give us this time to talk about the Connation, and we're very fortunate and we we're appreciative to uh, It's the Bull 104.7 and WBBZ on the AM dial. And we appreciate Mr. James and Sterling Broadcasting, I think is the name of the company, for giving us this opportunity. Absolutely. You went over some pointers uh, for, you know, potential applicants. Mm-hmm. Did you cover everything? Is there any additional information you'd like to give people, kind of some guidance in regards to applying to work with Connation? Yes. First of all, you download the application that needs to be filled out. Uh, just common sense. The applicant is the first. The application is the first pre-screening tool we use, and not only the Connation, but all companies and businesses. You know, you learn that in HR 101. Your application is how you screen your your initial screening for applicants. And it has instructions on it. First instruction says, please fill out in blue or black ink. You know, so that right there is an instruction on to fill it out. And it says, fill out yourself. So if your name is Stanley, you know, normally Stanleys don't write in big bubble letters and put hearts on the eyes and stuff like that. So that's a giveaway that someone else may have filled it out for you. Even though your penmanship may not be the best, but we want to see what kind of penmanship you have. Take your time, fill it out. There's also programs on the computer where you download it, you can type into it. You know, that kind of gives me a clue that you're, you've taken the time to put more effort into it that you're really wanting the job that you typed out the application. That's number one. It has to be filled out in blue or black ink. If it's filled out in pink or crayon, you know, that's, that's not good. Yours kind of goes to the bottom of the stack. Don't ever turn in an application that you spilled coffee on or that fell out of your car and you stepped on it, you know, and has a big old footprint on it. You know, if you don't care enough about getting as an application without your footprint on it, then more than likely you're not going to take care of our equipment and our product or our, our tribal members. You know, we want the best for everybody. So download it. After you get it downloaded, make two copies of it. You know, use one of them as a scratch sheet. Fill it out generically the best you can. Make sure you use your references. Make sure you call your references, you know, ahead of time because we do verify your references. And if you're using somebody as a reference, please please call them. So when we call them and say, hey, uh, Jane Doe used you as a personal reference. Would you 
are they rehirable with your company or would you step up and, you know, we don't want somebody to say, no, I wouldn't hire that person. We just fired them because they stole $500. You know, that's happened. So please talk to your references, you know, use quality people for references that can say good things about you, you know, and don't use your mom. Number one, I'm not going to call your mom because normally she's not going to say bad things about you. You know, use a previous employer, you know, a neighbor, a banker, somebody like that, somebody that can vouch for your quality and character and make sure it's filled out complete. Do not leave it blank. Uh, Attach any pertinent documents, whether it's your tribal identification card, whether it's call tribal, Cherokee, whatever. If you have a CDIB card, attach a copy of it with your application. Uh, Also, if you have a resume, yes, fill out attach a resume to it because on our application, I think there's only three sections for jobs. You know, if there's one of the skills that you need falls in a job you had 10 years ago beyond the three that are listed, we'll need to see them because I want to know what qualifies you to do the job that the Nation and that you're applying for. So include your resume. A cover letter is always nice. The more documentation you do and the more effort that you put in shows me that you really want the job and you want to work for the Carnation. If you fill out an application in pencil or pink crayon with a footprint on it, you know, that leads me to believe that you're kind of careless and you're just applying for a job because your mom or your wife or your parole officer or somebody is making you apply for that job. So take your time, send in a good quality application, include all pertinent documents and data, make sure your driver's license is valid. Whatever's on your social security card is the name you need to on your application. The inside scoop straight from the horse's mouth, the director of human resources, Joe Thompson. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. You've been listening to Conza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and services of the Con Nation. For more information, visit our website at connation.com or Nation on Facebook. Listen again next week at this same time for another edition of Conza Radio.